What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 216 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch, what's going on? You know, not much, man. How about yourself? Just living the dream. That's all Just we can do. Living the dream. Uh, Made it through the weekend, uh, you know, Cal, dang it, I just couldn't wait to get back to work, and yeah. uh, those weekends <laughs> just take him. so damn long. They do, don't they? It's yeah, just like just, counting down the hours. I don't even I don't even sleep on the weekends. Yeah. I just sit and wait. Just Watch the clock. Yeah, praying for 6 a.m. on Monday morning. <laughs> Can't even wait. Don't even need to set the alarm anymore. Nope, nope. Just, uh, just pop up. Yep. So... Nope, another fast weekend, uh, busy weekend uh, for me. But uh, no, it was uh, it was good. Um, what did you do this weekend? Um, Saturday, I went up and watched my nephew in the Special Olympics uh, in his swim meet. So that was pretty fun. Really? Yeah, it was kind of refreshing actually to go to a youth youth event where it really truly was about the kids, and it didn't matter, you know, if they won or what place they got because they were happy with what they got. Yeah. And, you know, parents weren't sitting there trying to tell them how to do things and <laughs> right. stuff like that. So it was kind. Of, it's actually kind of nice to watch all of them yep. compete. And I mean, there are some pretty darn good swimmers out there. I mean, they kick my butt. I can tell nice. you that much. Nice. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. That's kind of what I did Sunday, or then Saturday night. We had yep the Tanner's wedding, yep wedding reception. Uh, other than that, Sunday just kind of hung out. Right on, right on. How about yourself? Um. Friday night grilled some pork chops. Saturday uh, had that wedding. Uh, Sunday uh, had uh, my son's fifteenth birthday party. Holy moly! That doesn't make you feel old. I don't know what yeah, does. Well, you know, I was uh, I've kind of told a couple people if Grady pulls the same crap I did, I could be a grandpa <laughs> in three years. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> you want to talk about eye opening? <laughs> Dear God, <laughs> having a lot of talks with him, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I'll chop that little thing off. <laughs> all righty back on the rails uh this week's episode is brought to you by dakota angler in sioux falls south dakota the best damn bait shop period i've told you once i'll tell it to you again uh up on the north side of sioux falls what is it benson road it is benson road benson road uh right now they got uh $30 $30 off, 13 fishing blackout rods, uh, Shimano convergence rods, $20 off, and all Guggen baits, $2.50. Get yourself some Lunker logs, some Bandito bugs. What's, uh, there's a couple. I don't know what. They do got cool names. I'll they give do. it, I'll I'll give give it their, that. Their marketing is really good. Oh, it's through the roof. But uh, next week, April 27th through May 7th, all VMC jigs, hooks, floats, uh, Rappel and knives, tools, all suffix line, twenty percent off, and uh, so we got plenty of good sales right now. Get out, get yourself, uh, save save some money on the sales. Save yeah. some money with code Dirtbag at www.dakotaangler.com. And another thing that you can do, uh, they just started advertising it, uh, uh, teaming up uh, with uh, one of the beer distributors up there in Sioux Falls. Um, Take a picture of your catch with a bush latte. Uh, post a picture on the Dakota Angler page and uh, get entered to win. Uh, uh, you got it there, Matt. What, do yeah, you, what can you all win? Receives uh, or the best photo each month receives a free thirty pack of Bush Light as well as Bush Light and Dakota Angler swag. Oh yeah. Well, I'm telling you right now, that's going for May, June, and July. Is that right? Um, let me see one. It's way down at the bottom of the post, I believe. 
Yes. May, May June, June, and July. July. Yep. Good God, my brother Eric ain't going to make it to work <laughs> all summer long. <laughs> he's drinking a lot of bush lights. Yep. He's, he, yeah, he, he would love nothing more than to smash a bunch of lattes and catch a bunch can, of fish. We'll have to ask him if that counts as uh, holding the N.A. bush light. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. You can do that. I already read the fine print, uh, no problem. <laughs> so. No, that's a pretty cool contest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, drink, fi- or drink, drink fish, catch beer, have fun, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. So. Have you been having a few? You trying already enter <laughs> no that kidding. photo contest. <laughs> yeah. No, no it's time to pack start. a beer gun already. I mean, the panfish bites are starting to heat up around oh, yeah. the area and stuff yeah. like that. I think I saw today that Thompson had a dock in. So, really? Yep, people were out there. Uh, so it's that time. So make sure you're stopping in there and seeing those guys and getting everything ready to go. Don't wait till last minute and take advantage of these deals when they're happening. No doubt. Or, uh, you know, like like we mentioned earlier, code dirtbag at uh, www.dakotaangler.com. Save yourself an extra. I believe it's 10%. So yep. uh, were you lucky enough to see the Northern Lights the other night? Matt? I did not partake in going out there and seeing the northern lights you did not uh, i figured everybody be posting it on facebook anyway so i get to see them it is have you ever seen them before yes i have seen them it is pretty incredible they are i mean it is like you look up in the sky and you're just like at first you're kind of like what what is that and then you realize what you're seeing and it's just like wow yeah it is really incredible and it's something that everybody should you know when you get the chance especially down here it doesn't happen very often it's already happened like twice this year yeah you know and my dad was actually telling me that uh um it's up until 2024, the end of 2024, uh, it's in, in the next little bit. bit it, we're going to see it more and more here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, no, I saw it last night about 9.15. I, I saw a post on Facebook that they were supposed to be going off. So I messaged my dad because he kind of lives on the edge of town. I live on the south side of town. So it doesn't exactly right. work for me to just like step out the back door and look up. So I, so I messaged my dad, he lives on the edge of town and he's like, nah, dude, I can't see anything. And I'm like, well, all right, you know, nine thirty, nine forty five rolls around. I'm heading to bed. Like <laughs> nobody has any posts about it. You know, no one's seen them yet. Well, apparently at 1115 freaking all hell broke loose. And yeah. I saw a bunch of pictures this morning. Of course, all the guys out there in the black Hills had some killer cool yeah, pictures they had some again. Awesome ones. But, uh, I don't know. I, I, how come that crap don't happen on Friday and Saturday nights? <laughs> like, you know, Sunday right. night, the night before work. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's, that's when it's like, all right, yeah, here we go. Yeah. My dad was on a uh, uh, moose hunt way up north in Canada oh, one time. Wow. And uh, he said there was a night where they were sitting out by the fire the last night. And he said they could hear the wolves howl. And all of a sudden, you know, northern lights started kicking off, too. He's like, I never felt so far north in my whole right. entire life. And, and uh, he said he said they weren't northern lights. They were just lights. They were lights because they were straight there. up, and that's yep. where they were. That had to have been pretty cool. Yeah, way cool. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, um, hopefully, hopefully, like my dad said, uh, hopefully they're – uh, through through this next year, a uh, little bit more common. Finally, get out maybe on a Friday or Saturday night and see it's them. Definitely one of those things that if it if you have the opportunity and you have kids, you know it might be you know extend their bedtime or wake them up or something like that and let them go out there and yep. see it because we get they talk about it all the time. But like you said, we don't always get to see them, so right. definitely take advantage of it when you can. Yep. Uh, big news in the uh, tournament fishing world, Matt, uh, and something I kind of wanted to pick your brain off of, but. Uh, 
Uh, the National Professional Fishing League uh, was down at Wright Patman, Texas, uh, um, up in the uh, far northeast corner, right along Arkansas, uh, Louisiana, Texas border there, uh, tri-state area. Um, <clears throat> and uh, Baron Adams comes away with the win for $100,000 on, uh, on Wright Patman Reservoir. Uh Won his $100,000, won himself a big trophy, goes to take the polygraph test after the tournament. They ask him if he had a fishing license, to which he says yes. Lie detector says that's the truth. And then they turn around and ask him to provide the physical fishing license. And he must pull out his phone or do something. Pulls out his phone. Pulls out his phone. Because he did it online. And... It turns out that he did not completely submit right. the fishing it's license. Like he filled, from what I understood, is like he filled it out and forgot part of it or something like that. And like you said, I don't know if he ultimately hit the submit or something like that. He thought that he, I mean, he thought that he was. I mean, yep. obviously part of it was filled out. So he was, I mean, and sometimes those online forms can be, you know, it can be got tough. That right. And you don't know got if you right. got it right. And I mean, there's times like that. So, yeah. So, and he yeah. and and so he doesn't have it. Yeah. So he he gets disqualified for the tournament. So the guy who got second place gets first place. But uh, wh- what I want to kind of pick your brain about is is a couple things here. But uh, do you feel like this is a black eye for the National Professional Fishing League? No, no black I eye. I don't think so. Is it a black it was... eye for tournament fishing in general? No, no. I don't think so. I mean, it all goes. I think that people that read the article will understand it. It's just like, uh, what were we talking about a while back where they, it was just like, oh, it was the Keith Pochet thing. Keith Pochet, you know, disqualified for the Lake Murray um, Bassmaster, series, yep, the Elite yep. Series. And the headlines made it sound like he, like, made some heinous, like, penalty. Like, he was fishing during off-limits times. But he knew going into it, he wasn't going to be able to fish that tournament right. because he was fishing right. another one. And, you know... It went against the off or the off limits period. So this is kind of like that. I mean, it wasn't like he was maliciously like out there fishing, like, Oh, I hope that they don't like check it. They don't want to do this. It wasn't like he was trying to get away with something because in his mind, he thought we that assume had, <clears throat> right, right. But I mean, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on this. And, and I will too. But at the end of the day, he did get disqualified. Right, he for, did. I mean, I mean, and he deserves it. I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, he's that, probably going to get a fine. Right. I'm sure he would. Well, yeah, you would think so. I mean, fishing without a license and yep. stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think it's a black eye on tournament fishing. I don't think it's a black eye on the organization or anything like that, though. And 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 I guess me personally, I don't look at it that way. <clears throat> I mean, this dude would have gone going into the last day if he knew like yeah i never did complete that because i didn't want to pay the 42 dollars. right i mean he would have he he would have gone and, and bought it yeah. if, if that's really and most i, I do think that it was an honest right. mistake but i do think that there are plenty of people that you know are already against tournament fishing and are now going to be like you know them freaking morons well and that's even- th- that's what i mean by like Sometimes we do it to ourselves, like the shock value of the headline. Yep. And everybody's sharing it and like, oh, this guy was, I mean, it's like sometimes like if you understand it, then it's just like, all right, just, 
it sucks. I mean, it really does. You feel bad for the guy because, yep. <laughs> I mean, you just won $100,000 and you got to enjoy it for a few hours. And Yeah, then... hopefully he didn't spend it. <laughs> but but so so this brings me to my next thing. That, that, that question was a setup. So is it a black eye for tournament fishing? Is it a black eye for the TMPFL? I, anyone who knows me knows that I am for, you know, take care of yourself. We don't need governing bodies to take care of us. You know, whether that be tournament organizations, you know, state and local government, national government, whatever. But, uh, is, is it, would it be right for the tournament organizations? There's always a rules meeting. There's always a check-in. Should they be checking Usually they do. Do they? I, I always thought that they did. You had to provide your fishing license. When I went to Wisconsin that time, when did, I fished did that you open, have to do that? Yeah, I showed them my Wisconsin license and stuff like that. Well, and 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 maybe maybe for Bassmaster you do, and maybe for the TMPFL you you don't. Maybe somebody wasn't doing their job. I don't know, but I just feel like when 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 you're already coming and checking in and having oh, right. a rules meeting. Have have a table sitting there. Hey, come by and and just flash your license. Because this brings me to my next point. Now when when we can just buy them on our phone, it is damn easy to forget. It is. It really it is. It is damn easy to forget. And I it, about forgot my migratory bird one time right. before going out goose hunting. This year out at the Black Hills, you and Mockintoon, that was the plan that you guys were gonna take off. And, right. and you guys were going to swing into Dakota Angler, pick up a fishing license, head on out there. Well, then obviously with that storm moving in, we all packed up the night before. Yeah. We took off. We're sitting there about ready to go fish. And I think I, I brought up, you know, hey, does everyone got their license? Mockintoon had, had nearly forgotten. Right. So he quick went on his phone. But, you know, before you knew you had to go to the hardware store. Yep. You had to go to the to bait, bait shop. shop. Yep. Now it's like, yeah, I just grab it on my phone on the way out. And it's easy to forget, man. It really is. It really is. That's. I think a lot of states have started started like the auto renewal program where yeah, like you can yeah. do that. But especially for these guys too, a lot of these times, like they got to fish border waters a lot of time, and they got to you got to get a license for both. You got to remember to do that. You got to know their regulations. I mean, look what happened to Brandon Polinick on the uh, in lacrosse that one year. He was on the Minnesota side, and there was a no call rule on that. Yep. And he called, and it disqualified him his that day's catch from the tournament. Which end, I mean, which he was leading, so it yep. probably would have ended up winning the tournament. So, I mean, and and is, and you're fishing possibly eight different states, right? And so you got to have eight different. You know, probably the thing to do would be at the beginning of the year to be like, okay, I'm going to Texas, I'm going to Georgia, yeah. I'm going to South Carolina, I'm going to Alabama, I'm going to Minnesota, and I'm going to New York. Buy all the fishing licenses, well, and but too, like you said at the rules meeting, just have a table set up. Have somebody making sure that their licenses are, you know, that you got your valid license. Have a laptop right there or somebody does not. And like you said, everybody has their phone. So it's like, yep. yeah, get on your phone and make sure that you can prove it and everything. So, I mean. Yeah. yeah. And and it would be good. Because if, if you get up there and it's like, son of a bitch, I because, forgot. And thank right. God that you did. You exactly know, right. That you I'm reminded for $100,000. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to be mad at the person. No. Being like, hey, nope. hey, Matt, uh, this license, yeah, it's not valid or it's not. It, you know our records, even if it's like somebody from the DNR sitting yeah, there. Have, have it's a, like, it's yeah, it's like it's like our records show that you don't have a valid fishing license. It's like, oh, really? And you know, you can go through it. It's not like 
I mean, you're going to sit there and be like, oh, that's BS. I bought a license and stuff because maybe this guy would have been like that. And all of a sudden they would have showed it and be like, no, you see, you didn't like fill yep. this part out. Yep, exactly. Which it's kind of like, it's kind of like the one year we were up way back when we were hunting geese up at Lacaparo up at the refuge, okay. go up there in the meet in the morning and, uh, draw for blinds. We got there early. We got drawn. We're going through and, uh, they actually had a DNR guy up there checking licenses yep and one of my buddies also and he's like uh yeah um you can't like you're not you don't have the hip certification it's a free thing to have it doesn't cost you money to get the hip certification it's just like checking yes for dubs on the license that's what it is but he had forgot to do that and legally you cannot hunt waterfall without Without having that that. yep and it's just like oh crap it's not like he was trying to do it or trying to get away with it because it's free Right. So, I mean, that's always been our long going joke. And from now, we always make sure that we have our hip certification and stuff like that. So, huh. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. Maybe there was something on the license for the state that, you know, you had to have that checked off. I mean, we know how goofy Texas, I mean, it seems like you can buy a license and get 10 tags for 15 different <laughs> species. So, for $13, get right. 28 deer tags. Right. So, I mean, it's, 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 it is weird. And, I mean, yep. you got a lot of things going through, but it's like one of those things. I guarantee that he'll never, <laughs> that'll never happen again. Well, it's going to haunt him for the rest of his life. And, right. And, and that's how do you terrible. Come back? But... I mean, it is. It's like, how do you come back? I mean, it's like, you got to have a short memory and be like, you know, yep. I mean, it sucks. And you got to go out there and, you know, have a short term memory on it, I guess. So. Yep. Uh, moving along, uh, <clears throat> Dave Osborne, uh, owner of Clam, posted today that he. <clears throat> God dang it. Let me got a freaking frog in my throat tonight. <laughs> um, <clears> throat> okay. So a while back he had caught a sturgeon, uh, 69 and a half inches long. Uh, it was tagged. And so he sent in, got the tagging stuff back. Uh, this particular fish was tagged May 7, 2004 on the Ontario side of the river. I'm not 100% sure what uh, river he's referring to for sure, but I'm assuming the Rainy. Rainy River is what yep. I would assume. Yep. So, uh, uh, and at that point in 2004, it was 38 years old, that fish was, and six, a little over 61 and a half inches. Uh, it was caught again in 2012 by another angler at 64 inches, and now Dave caught it this year at 69 and a half inches, 57-year-old fish. That is nuts absolutely crazy and i don't know what the lifespan is we should ask mockington like what's the lifespan on a sturgeon Uh, but i mean i think people i i mean is that thing is that like catching a 90 year old or is that like catching a 64 year old i think it's like a middle-aged middle-aged yeah i think that you i think that they can live a lot longer than that really oh yeah i think that they can live i think their lifespan is quite long quick google search sturgeon I think that's why they always people always call them like a prehistoric, you know, catching a big one, this oh, prehistoric yeah. beast, because I don't know, maybe. Sturgeon can know. live to be more than 100 years old. The white sturgeon, uh, white sturgeon can be 20 feet long, 1,500 pounds. Um, that's like catching a freaking Colorado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean. Yeah, it freaking, is. Yeah. Whatever, but uh, yeah, over 100 what, what years. What did I old. say? 57 years, yeah, yeah, See, incredible. So. 
They really are. They really are an incredible species. And, and that's uh, just the coolest part about them tagging fish like that, especially yeah. a big fish like that that you yep. know people are going to let go. And, you know, I mean, it, it. we talked about Mock and Toon last, last week, uh, uh, you know, tagging walleye and whatnot. Uh, the average person that catches a walleye is is going to be harvesting that walleye. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, they get their information, uh, you know, on, on how much of them are being caught, whatever, uh, maybe growth, fine. But, uh, you know, the sturgeon, you know, that's a cool one. You know, flathead catfish, yeah. that's, you know, those are cool. And and uh, I don't know. I, when, I, you can, when you can catch something that's well a lot older than you or like the same age as you, I mean, that's pretty that's pretty. Oh, incredible. absolutely. I mean, you just stories, you think just about these the stories that they could tell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure fish the the wild wild stuff that they've seen. But and, uh, and the incredible thing is, like sturgeon that size, they'll jump. Oh yeah, I yeah. Mean, Have you ever seen those jump. videos of them kayak fishermen yeah. like catching those? Holy moly! Nope. That'd take you for a ride. Yep. Uh. So I was so I was scrolling through Facebook earlier, Matt, and uh, came along a Bass Pro Shops. Uh, Bass Pro Shops must need to spend some of their modely money, and uh, uh, so they are advertising on uh, Facebook. And uh, so I saw a just like this futuristic reel, like the goofiest reel I've ever seen. All right, and I'm I mean it it freaking looks. Your eye. So they're doing a good job on Facebook. I I guess. I guess you could say that. I mean, it's it looks like it's chromed out. It looks like it's. uh, And you're thinking I got this moldy muddy sitting in my pocket. You're exactly right. So uh, the brand is Van Stahl, which you know the Dutchman in me is like, hmm, all right, right. you know it's it's intriguing me. Uh, The Dutchman also in me saw the uh, price of it and was like, you Mm. are freaking drunk (laughs) on Dutch beer, but. Van Stahl, they have the X2 series Bailless spinning reel. Bailless. Bailless. And the Van Stahl VR spinning reel. Uh, the Bailless uh, X2, $860. <laughs> the Van Stahl VR spinning reel, uh, $620. And I'm like, what in tarnation is, is freaking going on here? Like, who who's... Who's buying that? Right. No one that listens to the Midwest Angler podcast is buying that. I'll tell you that. Oh, if they are, they need to, you know, get a hold of us. <laughs> so I mean, eight eight hundred and sixty dollars. This Van Stall also has a, a titanium fishing pliers for a cool three hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> three hundred. Now, see, to me, that's even crazier than the real being eight hundred dollars is a is a players for 300 and some dollars. Give me $380. I'll kick you in the nuts. I'll <laughs> I'll give you a rapple of pliers. Right. <laughs> we'll call it even. Just as good. Yeah, so. Like I mean, I I don't know, like is this a is this a uh, a status deal? I mean, do, sh- do you, oh, do you show sure. up at the dock and like, oh, John's running wow. that van stall. Like you a- badass son of a bitch. <laughs> like well, if you got a 100 and some thousand dollar boat, you can't have a ten dollar pliers in there man come on you got to have the titanium pliers i mean i'm thinking somebody with gotta... a van stall pliers ain't touching fish to begin with <laughs> no you spend 380 dollars on the pliers chances are you ain't catching the fish to i <laughs> that that's freaking ass nine that is nuts oh, i know it is it is crazy to think that i mean so i so i on bass pro shop because i you know they they have the best selection don't shop there shop at dakota angler www.dakotaangler.com, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. But uh, uh, their most expensive spinning reel 
$1,250, a Shimano Stella. Oh, yeah. The Stellas are up there in price. Twelve fifty. Holy shit. Uh, most expensive baitcaster, Daiwa Steez, $730. So, I'm assuming there's people that are actually buying this. On, oh, the yeah, Shimano Stella has five reviews. The Daiwa Steez has zero reviews. Uh, but, there's a uh, lot of guys that run the Steez. For 730 bucks. Yeah. I, there's a couple different Steez, like, series. There's probably but, a four hundred and thirty dollars. Right, I was going to say there's like four hundred, you know, and stuff like that. So, so, so let's be honest here, Matt. Like, I want to know. We're we're average dudes, right? We're average dudes. Like, I mean, we're we're, you know, just just regular old dudes. What what is I like to what's call realistic? Us fishermen. <laughs> I mean, we I do I buy stuff at the Berkeley Berkeley Outlet. I watch for sales, like yep. whatever Take you know. I mean, we're regular dudes, like. What, what is realistic? I, I have a tough time. I, for rods, like it's crazy. Like hundred dollar rod, I'll buy a hundred dollar rod. You'll buy a hundred dollar rod. Yep. One fifty, I'll buy a one fifty. Yep. But then all of a sudden, it gets, starts getting over one fifty. I'm just like, oh man, I don't know. Like that's where the cutoff well, is. Well, you know, you know, you get to two hundred, and it's like, and I understand the advantages of them and all this stuff. Why at two hundred? Why can you buy pay more? Two one hundred. That's what rods. I mean. I get to that point, and I'm just like, you know, I could probably buy that, like a couple of those. So then I have, you know, one for different applications and stuff like that. And we've talked about this before. I went home and I had like thirty some rods at home, and uh, it's just like, I, I don't know, I. Maybe if it was like something that you fished every single day, and I could see like some of these tournament guys that that they have the rod in their hand all day long, and that could make a little bit of difference with the weight and all this stuff. And like you know, it's obviously they're built with better components, and I mean, and they better be when you're paying that much money for it. And I mean, most of them are coming with a lifetime guaranteed warranty, where something happens to it, you just send it back, and they'll send you a brand new one. Uh, I don't know. But I, at, but at eight hundred dollars, I'm not a throw. Or, or at eight at, at eight hundred dollars, use it at eight hundred dollars. Exactly. Like I'm like baby in that thing. Like I'm afraid to use it at four hundred dollars. Right. Well, exactly. Me too. I don't. I. But you know, there's guys that you know those uh, G Loomis NRXs. I mean, it's just like, yep, yep. I got me two new NRXs today, and it's just like, jeepers, criminy man. It's like, but but if you buy a four hundred dollar reel, at, compared to that eight hundred dollar reel. Is that truly worth double? I mean, is the technology and the components at a four hundred dollar so. reel? My right. components better not be dog shit, right? And it better never fail on it. I mean, it better be pristine all the time and all this. It stuff. better be light. It right. better be good. Yeah, that's what it, I mean. It better be smooth. Right. I don't know that what you're getting for eight hundred dollars is double as good as what you're buying for four hundred dollars. Because I don't, I don't care, think I what, what you're, you're getting saying. for four hundred dollars is double as good as what you're getting for two hundred dollars. Right. No, I get it. I know. I totally agree. I mean, I, there is there is a there is a a a deal, you know, where where, uh, you know, obviously you buy a fifty dollar reel, it's like, oh, that's all right, you yeah. know. I mean, like I can catch fish with this, no problem. You you buy a hundred and fifty dollar reel, and it's like, oh yeah, 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 I can I can feel the difference yeah. there. I don't know higher than that because I've never <laughs> I've never used that, and I won't knock somebody that does spend three hundred dollars. If, right. you're, if you're consistently I mean, if spending eight hundred dollars on a reel, like, like 
A, I'm a little bit jealous of your bank account. That's a, that's a big part of it. But I'm mean. not as jealous of your brain cells because and, apparently you ain't got a ton of them. And like you said, I, it comes down to like people just like, you you know how you know that somebody has an $800 fishing reel? Because they're going to tell you they're about it. They're going to tell you about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the you, truth. You know how somebody has a $400 or a $500 rod? They're going to tell you about yep. it. Yep. I mean, but I think that sometimes guys get a little like, I don't know what you want to say. Like, I don't want to say sh- ashamed, but they're just like, you know, I don't have the best of equipment. And it's like, it's that's fine. I mean, a, a lot of a big 50, fish been caught on some ugly sticks. You're damn right. And I think that's the great thing about like the elite series and a lot of these professional like leagues lately is like they don't just push a lot of that high end stuff. They're pushing that stuff for the mid range guy. Yep. You know, like look at uh, Matt Robertson. He's out there with the the ugly sticks yep. you know for i mean they've they've enhanced the ugly sticks the last right, few years right. like the ugly stick carbons and stuff like that i think they're like in that hundred dollar range maybe a little bit more but it's like you see those guys fish with that stuff and you're like ah i can, I can fish, fish with, with the that. same stuff you know as i them. can yeah. afford yep. that you know yep. i can go do that stuff so uh that's that's kind of kind of nice to see i think they're in the same aspect too like where those guys, a lot of those guys, obviously, they're on their pro staff and are getting those rods for free. Right. So, I mean, if they break them, they don't care. But, I mean, if if you're, if you accidentally step on a, you know, a $75 rod compared to if you step on a $400 rod, it's going to be like, whew. I'm yeah. pissed out if I step I'm on a seventy-five dollar rod. I'm, uh, so am I. I'm pissed if I step on a freaking twenty-five dollar rod. I'm not. If I have an eight hundred dollar well, let's just say like a $1,500 combo in my boat. It's only going in the boat when I'm in it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm sorry, Scott, I like you, but you're not, I'm not bringing that combo in the boat with you because there's a chance that it could get broken or something yeah. like that. So I don't want to be in a boat with somebody that has a $1,500 combo because I don't want to be the guy that breaks it and be like, hey, bud, yeah, I accidentally stepped on your I'm rod. not paying you back because I don't <laughs> have, have the $1,500 $1, to pay you back. Yep. It was yeah. a nice rod. Yeah. <laughs> that's an iou that's as good as cash i mean when you get to that point then you might as well i mean that's when you're going to spend the money on a custom rod because then it's like built to your you know right your customization and stuff like that but uh piss on that no i I, it is i have a tough time doing it and there's nothing wrong with that i mean it's okay being a budget fisherman oh for sure for sure nothing wrong with it i mean i've got way too much stuff that i'd I've got stuff that I've never even used, but it's like I buy well, it because it was on sale. Yeah, it's like I need to start 20% using. Off, yeah. It. The last few years, I think you and I have both gotten pretty a lot better at it. That it's like at the beginning of the season, it's just not like, oh, I got to go out and I got to buy this and I got to buy that. It's like I'm going to buy some stuff, but I'm going to use what I have. And My we're, we're to pr- the point where, like where we have the stuff that we like to use. Yep. So it's like I'm just going to restock up on the stuff that I know I'm going to use. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm. There's a, I I could I could get through a whole entire summer throwing four different baits, no so, problem. You know, I sit there and think that oh no, I'm going to try this year, this this year, I'm going to try that. You always go back to your comfort zone, yep. and like what you're used to using and you've had success with. So yep. I mean, it, you do. I mean, there's. I was sitting there the other day thinking, you know, with my soft plastics, I'm like, you know, I only really use a few soft plastics. I don't know why I need all this stuff in my boat. It's like I can kind of just whittle some of it down yep. and just just buy more of what i use and just have that yep so yep. no I, I i know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about but 
Uh, Matt, uh, I'm a subscriber to the tar- Target Walleye uh, newsletter. We've mentioned it before, um, but uh, they had some uh, pretty cool stuff uh, in the Target Walleye uh, newsletter this past week. Um, the first round of Mercury Electric Outboards, uh, the Avatar. Avatar, maybe is what they're calling them. Avatar, I believe. But uh, Mercury's electric outboards. The uh, the first uh, batch is shipping right now. Um, a seven and a half horsepower, uh, basically a little kicker motor. Uh, you know, set up for small John boats, whatever. Um, is uh, they're they're shipping out right now. Uh, they tested them on thirteen foot V bottom boats. And uh, they could do 60 minutes uh, at full throttle or up to 19 hours at 25% throttle. Um, you know, I, I know that there's probably a boatload of people that are like, it's freaking garbage, freaking garbage, I don't want it. Okay, good. Don't ever do it. No problem. Uh, you know, that, that that's fine. I, I respect your opinion. I don't know that I'm ever going to do it, uh, whatever, but... Uh, the cool part about it is, is that uh, the the more the more things like this that come out, uh, the more innovation these companies do, the lower the prices uh, get for the consumer. We all win. There's somebody out there that that an electric works better for them than gas. Um, you know, I, I'm as long as the government never mandates it, I'm 100% behind it. I don't know. Maybe someday I'll own one. I I said this exact same thing about uh, augers. You know, I, yeah. I would never own an electric auger, and, and we know how that goes. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's cool. I think it's exciting. Like I said, there there's a chance I probably will never own one, but uh, whatever. I, I think uh, I think new things like this are good for everyone, and uh, hopefully it, it it makes gas engines lower their price, and, and uh, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, uh, pick, pick the one that's best for you, and... Uh, go with it but did it say how fast it'll go uh, i don't think so well i should say uh, if you want to do a little bit of math um at 25 percent throttle they said that it would go 19 hours or 34 miles um they also said that uh um it would go 60 minutes or five miles uh at at 100 at full throttle so I don't know how how fast that is to go. I mean, I wonder sixty if, miles right. in, in it's uh, comparable if it's or five miles in sixty minutes, but it can't be going too fast. No, no, not very fast at all. I don't know. I could sit here and try to come up with it and and uh, probably fumble and and mock and tune and listen to it and be like, but I don't know. We'll say it's seven miles an hour, something yeah. like that. I mean, a good little kicker motor. I'm, It'll be interesting to see what the technology does, like when they start trying to make bigger motors with it and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know. It it it's got a long ways to come before you know. Obviously, it'll ever get to a to a you know hundred horse or anything like but that. Like but like you've said, I mean, look at look at the advancements in sonars and the electronics. Look at just batteries. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, pretty soon, I th- yep. I got a feeling that it won't be long and. You know, most people will be running lithium batteries. We're going to be running to, live scopes on batteries, you know, right. smaller than our cell phones. Yeah. Like, it, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. So, uh, you know, oh, and it, like you said, only a matter of time for the good. Yep. Uh, the Target Walleye also had a pretty cool deal about uh, Wisconsin's fishing licenses last year. Um, 
In 2022, uh, the total economic impact of fishing in Wisconsin, $2.3 billion. Hoofda. Wow. And uh, along with that, 1.2 million fishing licenses sold in the state of Wisconsin. And of those, 99,000 of them were first-time buyers. So uh, I think that's pretty badass. Uh, $2.3 billion, obviously, that's just incredible uh, in, in itself. But uh, 1.2 million fishing license. Uh, yeah. I mean. I think, I, I really think that Wisconsin doesn't get the credit it deserves as a fishing state. Yeah. You think with I, Minnesota with, hogs at all? I think so, with Minnesota being right beside it and stuff like that. I mean, you know, the land of 10,000 lakes, and I mean, Wisconsin has a lot of like yep. fish bodies what if of it's water got stuff more? like that. What if it's I, got 11 but 10,000? They don't like recognize like something under so many acres as a lake. So I think that it, uh, I don't know how that goes but uh and I'm not going to sit here and try to act like I know what is going on. Mm. I only do that with fish biology so <laughs> Oh, I don't know what's going on here, but Wisconsin's DNR says it's easy to fall in love with Wisconsin's 15,000 lakes. Land of 15,000 lakes. Oh, what? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We're sitting here giving Minnesota all this credit. What U.S. state has the most lakes? Alaska. Alaska. Duh. Okay. Uh, How many lakes does Minnesota have? 14,380. All right. I don't know. It looks like it's a dead heat between the two. Uh, how many? What's? Golly, I love Google searches. Like when you just dig. <laughs> what's the deepest lake in Wisconsin? Green Lake. And two hundred and thirty-seven feet deep. Which Green Lake? There's probably about. It's like Minnesota, like Round Lake. Four dozen. <laughs> <There's> like, <laughs> what is the cleanest lake in Wisconsin? Black Oak Lake. This is fun. Oh, Black Oak Lake. What's the deepest lake in the U.S.? Oh, uh, that's a good one. I don't know. Crater Lake. 1,000, right, so. 1,943 feet deep. Wow, where's that? Arizona or something? Uh, I think it's, I don't know, it's probably in Alaska or Montana. Crater Lake, that's crazy. 1,000 feet? 1,900, nearly oh, 2,000 feet. feet. Crater Lake, Crater Lake. Golly, I should know this. Hold you on, should. I'm coming up with it. Crater probably in the Lake. sand hills of Nebraska. Oregon. 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 Man, well, I never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> all righty. Uh, that's basically all I got for I guess, uh, hot I mean, news. Look at, they got, was there three or four Elite Series anglers out of Wisconsin now? So. Yeah, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and then Canada. I mean, yeah. coming on pretty strong. Kyle Norsetter, Caleb Koopfall. Pat uh, Pat Schlopper, uh, Jay Shakurit. Jay, yeah, that's right. That's so four. Uh, that's uh, four. Um, obviously, old Bob Downey used to be from uh, Wisconsin, but now he builds himself out of Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Uh, Austin Felix, Josh Douglas, and Seth Fighter out yep. of Minnesota. And then Coop Gallant, Gussie, Gussie. Chris, and Corey Johnston. Johnston. So four out of Canada. Yeah. Everything you need to know right there. That's right. They need to start having maybe a, just a little bit more of a northern swing up here. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. But uh, um, I got it. I got it. Okay, no, what do you got? What do you got? For you, Scott. 
Okay, with open water upon us and stuff, you know, it's guys here. getting out in the boats everywhere. It's you know, as you get north, it's ice is coming off the lakes. Obviously, there's some places up north that are people are still ice fishing. But uh, if you had to pick five lakes that you wanted to fish this summer, hmm. which lakes, just off the top of your head, yep. like, if you yep. could, that it's just like. It would be fun to knock off your list, but like bucket list or just, just like just you know just truly like I attainable. Uh, yeah. Big stone, yeah, big, big stone. stone uh, yeah, obviously a- that would be um, one that I would definitely like to. Uh, God dang it, I'm drawing a blank. But uh, is it is is it Reitz Lake that has the farm yeah. actually yep. in it? Yeah, I, I would like to go up there and just check that out. Um, I've I've never fished that. Um, I've never fished a tech. Well, oh, and, and maybe this ain't the year to, to fish a tech, but, uh, you, you know, know, in the last couple of years, uh, um, you know, obviously that had been firing off a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, obviously I'd like to get up into that, uh, you know, anywhere north of Brookings there in South Dakota and, and, and fish for walleye up there. Um, I'd, I'd like to get up into Minnesota a little ways. Um, I'd like to do more over at Silver Lake and, 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 you know, probably, uh, whatever, but, but I, I would say the big ones are are definitely big stone. Um, yeah, big stone would be the one is the one that you really want to try to knock off your list. What do you got? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I would love to get up to Mille Lacs and, you know, try to fill smallies up there that'd be fun big stone definitely uh would be a fun one yeah Mille Lacs isn't out of the out of the realm of being being you know I mean that's definitely possible Kyle in up there yeah an attainable thing to go and just go up there it's one of those things that we've talked about before that a guy just has to do I've really you know uh let's see here what are I'd like to get up in northeastern South Dakota again hit up a couple lakes up there yep um Oh, where else would I like to try? Uh, um, let's see. I've never actually. I guess I've I have fished Sarah, but it's been a long, long time since I've been on Sarah. I would need to go and give that a shot. And, Wild Bill loves it. Oh, I know. See if I can <laughs> see if you can catch one of them big ones out of there. Yep. Uh, if I'm bored someday to go fish for walleyes. Now, <laughs> there's uh there's that one lake up there by Wabe. Uh, that that we uh, oh, yeah, caught that a we bunch stayed. of caught a bunch of uh, uh, smallmouth through the, the ice. ice. Oh yeah, that I'd like that's to get a back fun up lake. there. Yeah. yeah, that's where I went on my bachelor party. So did you really? Yep. Nice. Did a little fishing up there. Nice. Uh, but no, yeah. There's definitely a few. I've actually been looking at like I want to get a topper for my truck. Do a I've little been, camping in yeah, the back when I've you, been yeah. kind of kind of looking in that tried to yep. do an overnight. I mean, we've talked about it on the ice camping and yep. I mean, I think that the truck camping is a little bit more realistic for for me i guess sometimes like if you do drive up there to a spot like that and it's like you don't want to get a hotel or let's face it some of the hotels the the back of the truck will be nicer than some of the hotels that you (laughs) that you sleep in because you end up just sleeping in it anyway so i uh i ended i i looked at at you know they make those uh truck bed tents right and and that's cool, but I I do like the thought of being in a topper a little yep. bit better. Like you know, it just yep. uh, yeah. But because at the end of the day, if you're gonna tend it, you might as well just put the sucker on the ground, even though right, right, yep. 
but no, I, so I've been actually been looking at that quite a bit and I just wish I was a little bit more handy. I, I mean, right. some of these, some of these people I'm on a couple in a couple of truck camping Facebook groups and some of them people, it's just like, wow, that's incredible. Oh like, yeah. How they yep. have their whole setup and stuff like that. But first I got to find me a, a topper, you know, I'm too cheap to go and just buy a brand yeah. new one. And oh, spend, I know. Spend I the know. money on those when you can yep. try to find them somewhat reasonably priced so right i don't know i just thought i'd ask you that i mean it yeah, is kind of no, fun I'm... to you know everybody every year everybody's just like oh you know we got to go get to this lake and you know a guy really needs to try to knock one or two new ones off it's always yep. fun just to go fish somewhere new oh yeah i've yep. done that no a few doubt times about that. before where I, you know i have the advantage during the summertime where it's like you know i can get up one day and be like you know what i'm gonna go try this lake and uh, yep. definitely want to do that a few more times this year no doubt. No doubt about it. So you it. got a pizza review for us? I do got a pizza review. Uh, yeah, you sent us a picture earlier, and it looked like it was a pretty good one. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this pizza tasted like I've I've had it before, but uh, I think it's just another one that's just kind of the similar style because I don't recall ever having this one before. Hell, who knows? Maybe I have reviewed this pizza, but <laughs> I, I, I've never really made a list, so yeah, I could go back and uh, listen to all of them and... Uh, um, write it on down but uh at this point i think it's probably just a lost cause at a certain point i'm gonna have to just give up on pizza reviews and move to i don't know steak reviews or donut reviews or something <laughs> like that but uh this is uh palermo's rising crust four meat pizza and by four meat i mean italian sausage pepperoni made with pork chicken and beef beef bacon mozzarella and marinara sauce uh palermo's family owned since 1964 and the crust is italian seasoned so Ooh. that's got to be worth something is uh, it is, do you think it's mandatory in frozen pizzas that like like when you start you're like okay we're gonna make a frozen pizza on the box it has to say family owned and something italian on it yeah, otherwise yeah. people are just like no nah, this ain't a real pizza well, I seen that Palermo's, you know, it, it's got the Italian flag on oh, it, yeah. you know, whatever. So I went and looked on the side, and it said it's made in Wisconsin. <laughs> it's like, how many damn Italians are there in Wisconsin? I don't think there's a ton of them. <laughs> I just don't think of Wisconsin the as the hotbed. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, whatever. Actually, on the back, it said it said some name like Vinny Cicciolo, some, you know, some Italian name, and and that they were the fourth generation, and and now he's running the show or whatever. But uh, um, whatever, Palermo's uh, Rising Crust Four Meat Pizza. Um, uh, start started off, and I pulled it out of the uh, pulled it out of the box, and it was like, okay, like I can, you know, I can I can do this. It wasn't the best pizza I've ever seen, but uh, looked decent. When it got out of the oven, I was like, oh baby, oh. I might that have something good. here. Yeah. I might have something here. Um, I didn't love the crust. Uh, it says it's Italian seasoned. Uh, I'm not knocking the seasoning just, you know, wasn't the normal pizza crust that, that I love and, uh, shouldn't known that going into it. Rising crust, not the type I love, but you know, whatever. I still got to give it a good review. Uh, good sauce, uh, pretty decent, uh, on the toppings. Nothing, nothing too over the top, uh, price. Uh, you know, it was about that $7 pizza, you know, not, not the completely high end, but, uh, still, hell of a lot better than any damn totinos um i'm giving it a i'm giving it a five nine five nine right five nine in the middle okay. you know it it uh it, it's it's better than average right it's better than average but it, it's definitely not an eight kind of a friend um, zone pizza 
Yeah, yeah. The pizza I that's mean, in the friend zone. You keep it around, okay, when when you do go out there and try to get a more expensive one that kind of breaks your heart and it's not as good. Right. And you just kind of always fall back to this one. It's it's there. Yeah, like, it's I mean, if, 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 you're, if your girlfriend's parents are coming over and uh, you, you offer this to them, uh, and and then that night you ask the guy for for his daughter's hand in marriage, he's probably going to be like, "Well, I'm going to say yeah, but I can tell you right now, this one's ending in divorce." Well, right, and it's it's one of those things. You think that that's a good test? Like you invite your girlfriend's parents over and you make them a frozen pizza, and if they're like. What the hell? A frozen pizza? He's making us a frozen pizza? She ain't the one. No, she ain't. She ain't the she one. Ain't, she ain't the one. If they get excited about the frozen. They're like, oh, what kind of frozen pizza? Like, All right. You know? Yeah. And that's when you're asking for her hand later on. You're yeah. asking the dad saying, hey. And then then that's when he comes and says, you know. That's that when he looks at you and says, says you want to grab a couple of bush lights and go <laughs> enter the Dakota Angler contest? contest? Right. That's, that's the right. type of dude you're dealing with there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so five nine, five nine. Respectable. Yep, yep. Uh, not like I said, not the best, not the worst. Uh, it's better than average. Uh, just, it's just a frozen pizza. Yeah, just frozen pizza. I, I feel like, I feel like my grandma and grandpa would really liked that pizza. All right, that that's kind of how I felt about it. Right. And 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 I, you know, that that's not a that's not a swipe. I just feel like that's the type. They they were big Red Baron. All right, yeah. But uh, whatever. It, that it was it was good it was good there was nothing wrong with it have you done a tony's pizza yet have i done a tony's pizza yeah i don't think so no that's like the one that we always got growing up was tony's pizza tony's yeah. oh no jacks jacks that's jacks tony's i'll i'll check out a tony's hell i'll have one next week <laughs> i'll do it they, don't I tempt me they still make it i don't, don't know. tempt me all right um good news stories uh matt you got a good news story first we got to say who it's brought to you by freedom brew larchwood iowa best coffee shop in the whole entire world uh i actually was talking to austin on the phone on saturday swung in there because uh my son said that he wanted some freedom brew gift cards uh so i swung in there and there was one person on one side two people on the other side well, I was talking to Austin on the phone, so I'm like, oh, I'm just going to kind of pull off to the side here and, uh, you know, wait, wait. you yep. know, wait her out or whatever, because I don't want to go up to the window and be talking to Austin or whatever. And in that very moment, all of a sudden, everybody in the tri-state area decided Freedom Brew was where they were going to go. Like they should. Three people on one side, four people on the other. It's pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie to you. I left. <laughs> I left. I, 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 I didn't, I didn't stick it out. I was like, you know what? I, I gotta, <clears throat> I, I can't wait 20 minutes. Get you some can't. IOUs. Yeah. No, I just, uh, I'd, I'd go, I'd go batshit crazy freaking sitting in line that long. So I took off and left and I thought we were going to be coming back through in the next little bit, uh, heading back up to Sioux Falls and we ended up not. So I was like, ah, you know what? We'll, we'll go by and, in an hour from now, I had to bring Grady to baseball, and uh, then I thought we were going up to Sioux Falls, but uh, ended up not. Is what it is. But uh, Freedom Brew, the best coffee shop. Period. Um, That's right. Stop in there and get yourself a caramel <clears throat> frappe. Mm, 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 mm. Yep. <laughs> Thinking about it right now. I it's know. a little close to bed, so I can't have one. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind going there tomorrow morning. 
There's no doubt about that. All right. Uh, good news story. Um, I'm going to start off, like I said, uh, my son's 15th birthday. We had a birthday party. Uh, it, well, it was, his, it was his birthday on Saturday. A uh, buddy of ours got married on uh, Saturday night. That's another good news story in itself. Uh, hats off Tanner and Shane for uh, getting married. But, uh, yeah, had a, had a nice birthday party yesterday afternoon, grilled burgers. And uh, you want to talk about spring. We had potato salad, baked beans, and we grilled Ooh. burgers. And we had lettuce, sliced tomato, sliced onions, a regular mayonnaise, bar. burger bar. Did a full-on burger bar. That's what Grady wanted. Son of a bitch, was that good? I bet it was. You sent I had three burgers. burgers. I had three huh? burgers. I ain't going to lie to you. Three separate ones, or did you triple stack that? No, three, three separate. Three separate. Three separate. Right. Yep. How about Big Tasty? He just go with the. Oh, birthday I imagine breakfast. he did the double biggie. Yeah. He's a biggie so. burger guy. I'd hope so. Yep. Oh, that's cool. That's always fun when you do yep. that. You sent that snap, and I think that you're sending out smoke signals to the whole town. So. It was right after that we ended up getting a fire call. I, I was going to say, I, I, was gonna, I was going to text you and be like, hey, was that coming over to your place? Because I heard the sirens go. So. It was a guy straight to, straight to the east of us right here. <laughs> His smoker caught on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm sending, I'm sending the Snapchats of my Traeger grill because the smoke was freaking blowing. Rolling Ended up getting there. a little bit of a grease fire in there because there was so many burgers packed in there. Yeah. Packed 24 burgers in that Ooh. sucker, and uh, they were 80 20. So a uh, little bit of grease dripping out of them. Got a little bit of a grease fire, no problem. Got it put out. Volunteer fire fi- firefighter, but uh, yeah, literally about 45 minutes later. <laughs> Had, head over had, had to go two blocks to the east because that guy had a real flare up and uh yeah burned her up yes sir but uh no problem uh yeah that's that's my good news story what do you got maddie well i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm just gonna go with with my nephew with oh, that yeah. with his yep. swimming and stuff like that he did an awesome job so uh good job east and uh he was part of a little relay and he was the first leg of the relay really he took off like he was shot out of a cannon. I was like, that a boy. Hotter than a pistol. Got him out there. I was like, they're looking like a young Michael Phelps out there <laughs> just going. Another fun thing about it, too, was like while they were going on, right next, like on the other part of the pool at this Midco Aquatic Center up there in Sioux Falls, I don't know if it was like Cub Scouts or something, were having cardboard boat races. Where really? They had, where they had to build cardboard boats, and uh, they'd paddle down and back there's like two kids in in them and stuff like that and it was kind of fun and entertaining to watch too and i was like man that'd be a lot of fun if like they did that at heritage days here yeah. at our pool you know so nice so no that was that'd be my good news story of the week so yeah heck yeah heck yeah all righty uh, well with that that is oh, uh, don't forget don't forget uh set another set, lineup set up lineups i mean do it before thursday that's right that's um, right. They're at, uh, where are they at now? Uh, Sabine River, right? Mm, Is that where they went? No, I don't think so No, yet. it's not the Sabine River yet. I think it's it's, uh, uh, it's still in South Carolina. It is. Um, I'll tell you right now. It is Santee Cooper. Santee Cooper, that's right. Santee that's Cooper. Santee Cooper. And uh, I pretty much know for a fact that I've got uh, the perfect... Um, Got the perfect uh, Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing lineup. Ramrod was in first place overnight uh, after night one. He's already screenshotting the prize packages and sending them to me. Basically uh, has that figured out, and he dropped like a rock. (laughs) Typical. 
But uh, nope, Santee Cooper, get your lineup set. Uh, that is episode 216. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Hit the subscribe button, hit the thumbs up, do whatever the hell it is that you do on your podcast platform, and we will see you next week. Later. <laughs>